0: Welcome to the official first episode of the Barely Controversial Podcast with your host, Adel, Ndn, and Brianna. Amazing. So every Sunday, we'll be sitting down with you guys to discuss some hot topics from popular culture of the week. And each week, one of us will be choosing what we talk about. So kicking off episode one, I'll be taking over the reins. So I want to talk about allyship. Mm-hmm. How far have we come? Mm-hmm. Any good experiences, bad experiences? Mm-hmm. What can we learn from it moving forward? Uh-huh. And then later, what I really want to talk about is Rochelle Humes and Leanne Pinnock. Because, <laughs> yeah, Ned, mm. allyship, what's Tibo?
1: So, the T on allyship, you know what? Um, I would definitely say last year, I felt that I, that was the first time I actually kind of realized what that term meant, allyship. Um, And for me, it kind of looked like, wow, okay, I see a lot of white people finally hearing what me and my siblings have been shouting for the past five years, that we are always the underrepresented race in media, in school, in, um, at work, I hardly ever see, like, my Black sisters. So for me to actually see white counterparts actually realising this and understanding their privilege. So for me, six months later, it's the point where it's like, okay, so where are we now? (laughs) Because, you know, we had this, we had so much vim about changing the status quo, about changing how Black people are viewed. And for me, it's kind of seeped back into everything that was happening before. A good example of this is, You know, as a singer-songwriter, I need to take photo shoots. I need to create content. And um, I found what seemed to be an ally through um, Instagram. You know, she had the highlight, which kind of spoke on the different books that you can purchase um, to, to understand racism and to understand your Black counterpart. And she also was selling portraits and um, sending the funds from those said portraits to the Black Lives Matter charity. However, when it came to actually speaking to her on the DMs, first of all, she took like three days to respond to every single DM. Number two, I definitely felt like she gave me the runaround in terms of being able to book her studio. And number three, when I asked my mixed race, more aesthetically pleasing friend to DM her, she literally basically allowed her to enter into her um, into her space just like that, with a click of a wick. And it just made me feel, what is the difference between me and my mixed-race counterpart? She is mixed-race, she is lighter-skinned, and I'm a dark-skinned black woman, and that's on that. So for you to be an ally and to scream it all over your Instagram, and that's how you treat me, you're a whole lot of shit. <laughs> and that's on that.
0: Three, <laughs> what do you think, though? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's honestly crazy how things like that happen. Like, people will see your profile and based on you having a darker complexion. They'd think you're not worthy enough to use their services. Basically. It's crazy. So I am, I am really sorry that you had to obviously go through that. And... I guess now you know who not to support but obviously people won't know that from the outside looking in because as you said she comes across as an ally like she's she's telling you where to go and support this and that and BLM hashtag whatever but yeah when it comes to black women dark-skinned black women wanting to use her services she she's acting a bit funny yeah I don't know It's, it's it's crazy to me I can't because, I don't know she's lucky,
1: she's lucky this wasn't Three years ago Because I really would have just p- Posted this all over My Instagram story But we don't
0: She is the type that So I'm not going to lie that, that kind of thing Should be called out Yeah But obviously it like that, That's for another day I guess yeah. And you know what It's so funny read That you kind of brought up Calling things out Because mm. I was in a situation And I'm going to speak on this Because honestly I don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> So I was in a situation right. A couple of months yeah. ago that there was a white passing who I later learned was Hispanic, but she's a white passing Hispanic. And she posted an Instagram story and she was holding the book, Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race. Now, I'm not taking away from that book. It's penned extremely well. It's a fantastic book. But I think a lot of people who brought that book need to be very honest and say that book is under my bed gathering dust (laughs) or I'm using that book as a coaster for my tea, period. Period. Less, Ooh, less, wow. less how do you am. think about that though? It's, it's true Because some people who, say, who, who are saying That they read that Like why Why are you acting like that? Why are you still so acting crazy. like that? It's, it's how a, can you have read the book And be acting like that? Because really That's crazy How, how I feel Is a book is not going to Change your feelings mm. Yeah, But it makes you aware though It's like, okay, I'm doing this right now It's making this person feel that kind of way agree. You can be aware of anything We're aware of coronavirus And people are still out doing mad stuff See, That's true. true So true. When, it ta- when we're talking about education And we're talking about feelings So facts and feelings are not mutually exclusive mm. You can know all the facts and still be a dickhead Yeah. You can read sheet music But you can't play a fucking violin Agree. Yeah I'd say maybe it's education and then there's application after that education. Yeah. Exactly that. Because it's, it's, it's all good knowing stuff, but like what, what do you do now that you know this? Exactly, exactly that. Because there's some people yeah. who will maybe study for an exam and revise and revise and revise. Come to the exam now, you flopped it. Yeah, like it. you don't know how to apply that knowledge. Exactly that. So yeah. with my situation, she posted an Instagram story with that book and she says something to the effect of, and please don't quote me because it was quite a while ago now, um, I'm, I'm reading this book, even if it's a threat to my safety or something to the effect of that. And I was like, mm-hmm. you what? I was like, threat? as a white person exactly so for me you guys know me very well and English language and the use of language in context is something that I take incredibly incredibly seriously Mm. that is not a joke to me so when we think about the word threat especially in the concept of black men and women literally being a threat for their lives that what do you know what do you know about that Exactly, and it carries a lot of weight. So for her to mm. say her reading a book as a white-passing Hispanic <laughs> in some way threatens her integrity of life is incredibly disrespectful, really? and, yeah, it's incredibly disrespectful, and it's just really distasteful to mm. me. So yeah. I reached out to her because apparently she's an ally because she's reading this book. And can I just she should say, understand. Yeah, can I just say as well, I know a lot of people brought that book because the front cover is aesthetically pleasing. Woo! Let me sit my one. Yeah, it is a good cover. It's a a good cover. The cover art's amazing. A lot of you brought it because of that fact. You brought it for the cover art, not for the contents. You probably didn't even read the the blurb. You probably didn't even read the preface, but we digress. (sighs) I've then approached her and, in a very nice manner, and I still have the receipts. So if this person listens to this podcast, I've got the receipts. So please don't try it how you already tried me a couple months ago. Oh my God, the tea is tea. And I said to her, (laughs) hey, babe, hope you're well just want, this has come to my attention that you've posted this Instagram story and I just want to kind of let you know that your choice of words is a little bit off. Mm. Yeah? <laughs> the choice of words just, it, it just doesn't sound good. It's not settling. Yeah. Now, as an ally, this is how I see it. If you're an ally, I say jump, you say how high? Period.
1: Period. Because you're allying me.
0: Yeah? Period. That's all I, that yeah, 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 yeah. You're not in a war-type allyship where it's transactional, where that, England is an ally with France. No, if anything, a... you're meant to serve like the people that you're. Yeah. I think really we should change the word from allyship to service ship. Mm. In my, opinion. I get you. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion because allyship already has that idea of being transactional. I scratch your back, you, you scratch, scratch mine. mine. Yeah? yeah, right. So mm. when I brought this to her attention in a very nice way, instead of being greeted with "Hey, Han, thanks so much for reaching out," I didn't maybe see it that way thank you for maybe opening my eyes and seeing how that can sound a little bit disingenuous mm. and a little bit, this is what, what I got. What did say? I don't know how long you've been following me for, but I've always been an avid supporter of Black Lives Matter. And I've done so much. And I was like, oh, it was about her. I was like, excuse me. I was like, this is not a personal critique. And see, this is the thing. Ego mm. will, yeah. will kill, kill us. people. Yep. 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 This sense of ego will mm-hmm. kill people. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying you can't there. have an ego in this, like not in this. Exactly, especially, especially when a black person is
1: coming to you And giving you sound advice I wouldn't even say you were critiquing You were
0: literally giving her sound advice And it's my place, so it's not even unsolicited Because yeah. you're speaking on my shit mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I said to her, to try and make her understand And maybe she wasn't maybe understanding The context of that word, how I was explaining it I said, you need to understand My father is not a book mm-hmm. Yeah, My seven aunties are not books yeah when my seven aunties and my dad and my uncle feel threatened they can't put themselves in their bag or in their rucksack and they're automatically safe oh you can. Pre- you're preaching to the choir right now you can you exactly. can put that book in your bag mm-hmm. and collapse. that's that's it, it. you, you yeah, are exactly you're good and she's 100%. still for some reason Got threatened. She did not get it it's, I know she understood she didn't want to, mm, and that's privilege. Okay. She's wanting to understand. Yeah. And like I said, facts and feelings are two different things. You can know the facts, but oh, it doesn't change how you feel. I and mean, that's so is the issue. If I hear one more person say, I'm educating myself, I don't want to fucking hear it. Mm. Uh, unfortunately for me, I don't want to hear that anymore. That is a little, by saying I'm educating myself, is not taking accountability.
1: So, what do you want to hear? So people, the readers, can understand if it's not education. And what do they want to, what do, what do black people want to see
0: from their allies? Mm-hmm. So what I want to see from allies first is acknowledgement of their wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Because with anything, uh, even if you're depressed or maybe you suffer from some kind of illness or maybe just a bad habit, yeah. the first step is what? Acceptance. Yes, so the first within. thing you have to do is accept, do you know what? sometimes when I do look at black people, I do feel that they are boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Or when I see, or when I hear about trans issues or any kind of sexual issues, maybe outside of blackness, I do have these preconceived notions. Yeah. You have to completely kind of consume yourself yeah. in that hatred Mm. To be able to move forward from yeah, it, yeah. otherwise you're just suppressing it, mm-hmm. and then we haven't done anything, anything at all. Exactly, and that is right. why also leading on from that. Sorry, I might be going on a bit long, but I have a no, lot but the T is T at this point. I have a lot to say. Tell us. Yeah, my thing is with that suppression. Like I said, it's not going anywhere. And another conversation that was had is your silence is deafening. <laughs> if you're not saying anything, you you are part of the problem. Now, I said mm-hmm. in my XTV a couple months ago. I would much more respect the person with their mouth shut mm, than the the, fucking, with the, the wolf in sheep's clothing. Tell him right. I rather yeah. you Keep your mouth shut First of all Some people This is the thing as well Is not everyone is qualified mm. Not everyone can eloquently express How they feel mm-hmm. Some people are introverted And mm-hmm. just actually don't want To really mm-hmm. go into a, a public space And express what they're doing And we need to actually Be quite respectful of that Because yeah. it works two ways Definitely Yeah So all people are oh, Your silence is deafening I would much rather The person who doesn't know How to eloquently say What they want to say Keep their mouth quiet mm-hmm. Or if the person actually feels like I Joe, you know, I respect people more that say all lives matter, I don't believe in black lives matter than the person than the wolf in sheep's clothing because they are the danger and they are the ones that are going to really affect the integrity of this movement oh, 100%. in my personal opinion because at least we know Thank who is and then who is for us. Oh mm-hmm. your shit. And just to go back to the Instagram story with that female, what annoyed me the most is word must have got out that we had had this conversation.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: So somewhere along the line, this the word of this conversation between me and this individual had got out. Now she... So she said something. She messaged, yeah, she messaged me and she said, what is this? Like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know what's going on. And she said, is it okay if I make an Instagram story just to address the situation so everyone knows that this is between me and you and mm. we've had this chat? At first I was like, cool. I didn't see anything wrong with it. I have nothing to hide. Do you, do you see what I mean? Yeah, then she said oh is it okay if I put your app in the story so it's not like I'm just talking whatever and at first I was a bit like I don't really feel comfortable with it but she was like yeah well it's between me and you so let's just get it out in the open mm. and of we'll move on I said mm. okay fine okay wait wait sorry before you go this is the same same person girl that was taking that was not taking accountability no and was- not taking what you were saying yes 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 sorry it's the one that was reading. Okay. The- so I said, that's okay. fine. So she made yeah. these Instagram stories. And the first slide, I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. The second slide, oh, yeah, that's fine. Third slide, yeah, great, fantastic. We're getting somewhere. We're getting to some clarity. Getting to the fourth or fifth Instagram story, please explain to me why this girl said, to the effect of, at Edel Draz, came to me aggressively. <laughs> oh, uh. You see, oh for goodness! <laughs> aggressive. She said aggressive. Oh. She called me on her platform. She has a bigger platform than me, and she's white passing on her big, big platform, bigger than mine, on an open statement to loads of people. She's on an open account. Said that I am aggressive. Oh my god! Now let me tell you something. This is the funniest thing. When I saw that, I thought, "You fucking bitch." Let's just sidebar for
1: the um listeners want you to understand why the term aggressive yes. should really be yeah. for black people for black women. Mm. Black women, time and time again, Two generations have had to suppress how they truly feel because we do not want to be seen as the angry black woman, which is a caricature that has been created by the white person. That black women are mad, are crazy, are angry, are quick on the switch. So that's why the term aggressive literally throughout the generations have been used to describe us, and with this generation, we
0: ain't having it. We're not having it. And as well, Nadine, just to add to that, it's also quite an animalistic term. Mm. So it dehumanises us as well, definitely. Yeah. yeah. My personal Instagram story views blew up. I'm thinking, I can't believe this. I've literally just been completely, I don't know, what's what's the term? Slandered. Yeah. I've literally just been slandered by something. Yeah, I just thought she was going to say, hi guys, (laughs) if you've been discussing me and Adel, we've had a chat, everything's cool, we're moving on. But my thing is, did it it end cool though? Because the chat left off with her not understanding anything you were saying. So what else could she put up there? see now this is my thing with people like her i haven't got time for people like her so whether she understood or didn't i've done my due diligence baby mm-hmm. i've done my okay. what do, whatever what's the funniest part is is my dm started blowing up and let me tell you something to this person obviously i'm not going to name who it is thank you so much for the followers and thank you so much for the support because you probably <laughs> thought by you doing that everyone was going to come and be like oh oh Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, she always came across like a bitch. That's not what happened. Thank you for the publicity and thank you for the followers. I really, truly appreciate it. You showed your ass, and that's mm. what it is. So when it comes to me and allyship, not being funny, unless you're sponsoring a black child and you're literally putting money in black people's pockets, unless you're actually doing something credible, I don't care about your book. No, I don't care about your Canva post. No, keep it. I don't want it. It's Shut not beneficial. Shut up your ass. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> We're good. We're good. It. So We've that's my, like, 10-minute rant on allyship. Thanks. Thank you very much, Alexandra. Let's change into that. Welcome. Right. Right. Right, Rui. What's, what's your holistic approach to, <laughs> to all- Oh, God, you, you guys know. Well, um, I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've... Have I ever had a negative... Experience I'm 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 not sure. N- not negative or positive, but it's just I haven't really needed someone to stand up for me like that in, in regards to an ally, I don't think, anyway. Um I- huh?
1: No, I'm agreeing with you. There's never been this yeah. people want to stand up for me that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like I haven't had a specific experience. Um, I would say though, um, just from things I've seen during the BLM movement and all the other marches we've had, I do I do appreciate those who aren't black who have stood out and stood up for us, mm-hmm. the ones who have gotten us into spaces that we otherwise wouldn't have got into um the ones who speak out and are genuine with how they speak out and are actually doing the work putting in the work taking the criticism and you know just listening to black people as they go not calling black people out not using not misusing their privilege but using it to an advantage to those who who don't have that yeah. same advice. Yeah. What, what world are you living in? Yeah, because... That's I have my, No, that. no, no, it's, it's not about the world. I'm just saying, like, okay, to be fair, you shouldn't, like, they're doing what they should be doing. So really, it shouldn't be a praise thing. But as much as there are a lot of these people who aren't doing the work, who are being performative... There are there are some people who you know who are doing their thing. You no, know so shout out to you guys. You know what I do you know what mean? Keep doing like keep doing it because I'm not gonna like, when it comes down to it and getting into those places like you know we need like we kind of need to not take down the system but we kind of need to you know get get in there a bit. I you know what I mean? Agree yeah.
1: with you only because I know someone personal to me who has reached out to me. A friend from primary school who has told me what he is doing within the NHS mental health sector to create diversity in who they hire. That's him coming Mm -hmm. to me in my DMs and actually telling me. And it is very true that
0: I like to
1: really be seen. It should be felt. So I agree with yeah. you on that. But my only issue is the reason why, to some extent, it needs to be seen so you are an example. Because all too many times, it really is just the pretense of allyship coming to the marches. But when it comes to actually penetrating your hate justice and asking them, why am I not seeing a Day, Or why am I not mm-hmm. seeing an olivagodu? <laughs> That yeah. is the
0: allyship that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's what I think happened. It's them. And they're, they're, they're out there. That's the thing. Like, not, not the performers. I'm not talking about them. I, and I would hope that the performers are actually going out there and actually taking action on what they're saying and what they're saying they believe in. But I feel like this kind of um,
1: goes, it ties in really nicely to the second topic.
0: Because for
1: me, what I am seeing... Me okay. In terms of what you said about you know creating space for mm. those within your um, remit. Sorry, no. It's creating that space that? for your black counterparts or yes, for your black counterparts. Me personally, from what I have seen, at the end of the day, it has to be us, the black people, that create opportunities for other black
0: people. Mm-hmm.
1: So for me, oh yeah. People, mm-hmm. I have decided after being in the music game for about two years that I need to create my own record label. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what I did, Ada Records. Because there's no way I'm going to, by the grace of God, sign to another record label and the producer, the stylist, my guitarist are people that I don't even know. And more time are going to be white. For me, for me to be felt and for my team to actually understand me, they need to look like me.
0: Yeah, (laughs) 100%. Just to cut you off. But how I feel as well is... I've had this conversation with Nadine many, many times, and as much as there are certain spaces we need to be knocking on the doors of to be allowed in, I think we need to kind of also undo that yeah. psychology as well. Is how I see it is there's certain doors we should no longer be knocking on in 2021? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the grass yeah. is always greener on the other side. Apple. And as much as this might sound like I'm dividing people, which I'm not, I'm just being very transparent. Is only your black counterpart can understand mm-hmm. how your experience and how to treat you and how to navigate you through a certain industry. Yeah. So the thing is the problem that we're facing is that we're knocking to get into doors, but behind these doors are an organization of white people. And even if they let you in, you are still submissive as to how they view you mm-hmm. and how they want you to look and how they exactly. want you to act. Yeah. So you may have come into this room great fantastic Mm. but they are still oppressing you because they will mold you and they will shape you into their ideal of what blackness should look like and what blackness blackness should look like for their company and their organization and that's not authentic Mm -hmm. so for me Twenty twenty one, there's certain doors, especially in the media space, especially yeah. in the cosmetic space, in yeah. the beauty space, we don't need to be knocking on anymore. So 100%. that's that's just that's- my that's my closing statement. But then my I'm not I'm not really referring to us doing that work. I'm talking about the people who are already in those doors doing the work um you know we shouldn't really have to overexert ourselves so we shouldn't really be trying to get into doors that these people don't want us in because they will be you know trying to minimize our black they will be trying to um you know lessen what we can do like Mm like um you know lower our voices i'm talking about the places that will willingly you know welcome us with open arms yeah but this is the thing for me is that if they were wanting to um to welcome us with open arms they would have been doing it yeah yeah so I feel like even that c- whole context. That's, I- that's an idealistic point of view though because obviously there's you know we have a lot of catching up to do yeah but the thing is I don't think we should be catching up I think that's I think the problem we're too late, we're too well, late. That's, but we are catching up it's, it's like it's like it's inevitable at this point because they've set us back so far this is the thing that we're catching up. Like, a, to me, sorry, i just kind of yeah, It's yeah. a victim's point of view, yeah. in my
1: personal opinion. To so catch up to means that we are left behind. We left behind means that we're looking up at the people that are already up. Excellent. And for me, I'm definitely. Over that. This week literally has taught me that me personally, I'm over trying to catch up with my white counterparts to get into those specific doors. Because once those doors are open, even if there is one ally within that door, that ally is pretty much going to have
0: to be knocking on the doors for me. Happen- I think, I think, two things like these things can exist at the same time, though, like alongside us making spaces for ourselves we can also have our, our quote unquote allies because I mean you we're know, living in two completely different realms mm. the same, and two different realms of society can't coexist. It's no, impossible. No, no. So like I said like previously obviously there are certain spaces where we do need to be knocking on those doors just because that's how society is currently shaped. When it comes to things yeah. like maybe more holistic things like um, the creative industry, media, mm. cosmetics, etc. There are certain doors we really don't need to be knocking on at all. I just at don't all. think it's it's a waste of time. Um yeah. and we'll just end up worse or off. Have you guys seen um
1: the main actress in Queen and Slim? Oh wait, is this about Anne Boleyn? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. We started on that. She is now playing a white historical figure. Jodie yeah. Turner Smith is now playing Anne. Bowling nuts. Oh, okay. I, oh, I don't know what. Um, it's like a period drama, it's a period it? drama. I don't know what um broadcasting station is is funding this, but they thought it was a good idea <sighs> to get Jodie Turner Smith so from Queen and Sony. Slim
0: to play okay. She, yeah. yeah,
1: stuff like that is a bit of a stretch. I won't even lie, it's, it's a bit a of stretch. a stretch. It is stupidity, it's stupidity because that is not representation to me. I don't need to see. Joke. Somebody that is clearly white being played by
0: a black person, and that is yeah, we've, we've not even clearly white. We know that she was white. Like why is she why How is she black? I was black now? taught about Amberlynn again in year four. See, this is this is my thing, yeah. And I love I love anything historical. You guys, I love a period yeah. drama. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But here's my thing: if something is historical, Leave I need it. it to be. I need to be Leave historical. It. I need it to be authentic. I need mm. the details to be mm. there. Mm. Even that Bridgerton thing. Pissed me off. Oh, it I was didn't... it was too much. I mean that one. That it's one doesn't so too Disney for me. Yeah, I like. My you people. know what? That one doesn't annoy me that much because obviously it's not real. Obviously, like it's, it's not. True. It didn't actually happen. Yeah, but you like, know. when it comes to anything, period. Tried. When it comes to anything, period, I like my period as it is. To me, so. it was more the
1: acting than the diversity. The acting was pissing me off. It was I don't mind.
0: So, oh, sorry, I don't so mind
1: having out. like a black Edwardian.
0: Up. Yeah, it is what it is. And yeah. is, like in a fake show that didn't happen. I'm, I, I'm okay with that. You know what it is as well, Rhi, is that like I feel like a lot yeah. of people don't seem to understand that black people have been in this country for okay. a very, 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 very long time. Oh, of course. A very oh, long time. So for me, it's like just show the black representation in these period dramas as they would have been historically accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just really accurate because it's just yeah. comical. Like it's mm. just stupid. Like sad. It was yeah, it was just,
1: uh, oh. It was oh. comical, and it's the, that's comical. the thing. You're making diversity now look comical.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's causing it to be like a spec, like a the big spectacle. Spe- saga. saga Yeah, a debacle. They, yeah. <laughs> a debacle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and for Debaracle. me, I didn't know whether they were doing that because they wanted more black people to watch it, or because they wanted to tick a box. Like it didn't even
0: make oh, sense Oh, let's shake to me. the table. You imagine yes. all sitting yeah. at a table in like a house in Highgate or something, a bunch of screenwriters. <laughs> oh, what can we do? What's hot at the moment? Oh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's cast a black woman as Anne Boleyn. Oh yeah, that would be fun. That's yeah. exactly, how that that is that is exactly how that conversation happened. That is exactly how that conversation happened. And no one could even tell me different. I Sorry. can't lie,
1: she was wrong for taking that gig. You will hire us to play Anne Boleyn, but you won't hire us to tell our own facts. Yeah. About us being five times more likely to die Mm -hmm. in hard labor compared Mm -hmm. to our white counterparts.
0: Make it make sense. So basically, I think the consensus is if you're a black actress, for example, you're either going to play a fantasy character like an orc in Lord of the Rings, (laughs) or a historical fat man's wife, or a a drug dealer at this point. Basically, lump it or leave it. That's how I see it, and that's why I'm saying stop knocking on doors. We've got too much talent. There is too much freedom to of information, accessibility to different things. It's so easy to do things now. Make your own production company. Make your own. I guess, but that's that's also the problem with us not being in the room. That's why I talk about knocking on those doors.
1: The room. (laughs) room. Create our own room. Yeah, you
0: create our own room, but also just to avoid things like this happening. If people's, you know. But listen, okay, let me, a great yeah. example is my father, yeah? He's one of the only black directors
1: in mental health NHS. For him to make any type of considerable change, he needs to bypass all the white and Asian other directors. Do you think they're going to listen to the one black director? So for us to be in that room, That's we true. need to be a majority for us to make the change that we need. My dad had to leave the NHS and go to the private sector because they literally yeah. were not listening to him.
0: So yes, quit. problem is, but we're, we're always a minority, or there's always a token. Exactly. Like there's always not enough of us. There's not enough of us. So then, when it's time to veto, yeah. when it's time to, to actually um, make a, specific, uh, a, a tangible can, change, we when we can, <laughs> we should. When we can, we should. And in the media space, we can, so we should. Exactly. We can because we. Let's be blunt. We are We are really, media. We are the media. We are the media. Yeah, definitely. We the we're the, the blueprint. We are the blueprint. We don't need to be ashamed of struggle. We don't need to be ashamed of humble beginnings. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to be ashamed of these things. That's that's a really great point, Paz, because I'm not going to lie. I'm, like, I I thought about the points I was making. I was coming from a place of obviously us not yet having the resources. And obviously it's not every, like not every day that we must have everything at once. Like, you know, sometimes we, we, we should grow slowly. We should use what we have to get to where we want to be. So... Yeah. It's true.
1: I will agree with you to an extent. Yeah, compared to our white counterparts mm. who most of the time from generational, generational yes. wealth, we do not have the same resources. But one thing yeah. about people is we are hella resourceful. We oh, are gonna yes. use that ice cream plastic bucket for our jalof
0: rice. Oh, we're gonna use tights yes. as headbands. But- <laughs> we're gonna use that biscuit tin to put our knitting <laughs> stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> so that was intense it's been a crazy week a lot of explosive <laughs> opinions but what do you expect and you guys expect a lot more of that on the barely controversial podcast because it's not going to change anytime soon sorry sorry not sorry <laughs> um so yeah so kicking off into part two I want to speak to you guys about Michelle Humes and Leanne Pinnock Mm -hmm. Now, both are first skin, black, mixed race women in media, very well known. Both come from musical backgrounds Mm -hmm. uh, and both have now been pitched to host some very interesting documentary topics. Interesting, yeah. So we have Rochelle Humes, who will be um, hosting a documentary in regards to black mortality rate in midwifery mm-hmm. and now just for a bit of background obviously I'm sure a lot of you guys know but Candice is it Braithwaite or Brathwaite how do you say that name? I see it as Braithwaite but I'm not sure. Uh, I really I don't want to know her name but I've always found that word really really funny to say Candice Braithwaite we're we saying that? Mm-hmm. Braithwaite yeah so Sorry if we got your name wrong. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) Candice. Sorry, Candice. So obviously Candice came forward and basically explained to her audience that she was feeling very upset um, that a concept that she had in regards to this subject matter and kind of showcasing this documentary had been attained by another production company. And they had chosen to use Rochelle Humes to be the face of that subject mm-hmm. so just to clarify for listeners at home since everything has kind of come up there's been overwhelming support for Candice and I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. everyone here at the Belly Controversial podcast holds the same opinion mm-hmm. of strong support for Candice she's, she's an down. incredible person incredible writer yeah um, so yeah Candace would definitely have your back now in the aftermath, she has released a statement. I'm not sure if she was pressured into it. I don't want to use that word because I don't know the circumstances of it um, by the production company who's now had enough of this documentary with Rochelle Humes, just to clarify that they weren't actually aware that Candice was kind of behind this initial concept. Um, it was something that, that was brought to them and they thought for their best fit for their production company, Rochelle Humes was the best person to, to kind of fit that bill. Yeah. Now, when it comes to Leanne Pinnock, <laughs> that I d- like, there's no background on that for me. Um, but I'm gonna let Rui take it away on this one because, yeah, yeah. it's gonna get heavy. <sighs> Rui, what, what are you thinking about Rochelle and Leanne? Um, obviously, it's a it's a it's a sore spot because um, it's it's kind of rich that we're talking about things that mostly affect darker skinned women however these conversations are being led by two well light skinned slash mixed race women them as mixed race women they have their own statistics so with the maternal death rate for example um this is 2014 to 2016 uh, there were 40 deaths per 100,000 pregnancies for black women whereas mixed mixed race women it was 16 per 100,000. So obviously their stat is that more is than half. That that's a massive, massive, massive discrepancy. Gap. It's massive a massive discrepancy. Gap. However, the conversation is being led by a mixed race. It just doesn't sit well with me. And I can see why it doesn't sit well with a lot of people. That, that's made me even, even more, more furious I than I was yeah, initially. Yeah. Thanks for because, that. Thanks for that stat, rate, Because that is... Yeah. That's less. That's over less than half. Oh my God, that is—it's incredible. Uh, literally less than half. But the conversation, like, like they're not in our shoes. So our shoes. obviously they can sympathize. But I would prefer that's to be scary. taught and educated by a black, like a black woman, a dark skinned black woman on this. And Candice oh would have goodness. been the perfect candidate. I'm like, perfect what perfect happened, perfect candidate? Well, she com- well, she was completely blindsided, right?
1: The thing mm. is, she's not just the perfect candidate. To be, In my opinion, she is the only candidate Period. because she was the only person that really brought this statistic to light, that brought this statistic to pop culture. Because my- she's done the work. Yeah. She stuck up for me She stuck up for my mum She stuck up for my aunties yeah. And now yeah. I've got Somebody called Rochelle Who I have never even heard Speak on race That has no real inclination To the black community In this damn UK That her own Her own husband has said They don't even talk about race To their mm. own kids yeah. You are now telling me About my own narrative You are now say. telling me About my own oppression So I can't That's even take Oppression in peace I can't
0: be I can't be oppressed in peace I've got to let a mixed Of person Tell me about my own oppression and you know what it is Like she's well? telling our, sto- like she's oh, our story Like she's saying our story Like she doesn't even know about it How she doesn't She can't even relate Yeah You know what makes it Even more infuriating for me And obviously I'm a woman of mixed heritage And The thing is I'm a woman of mixed heritage But I'm not a dickhead Yeah Yeah
1: Keep it trill Yeah You're 75% black yeah. So ultimately You're a black woman But you just have the privileges Of mixed racism Yeah And, and I, I have quite European trill. features Yeah Keep so. it trill and I,
0: I, Yeah Yeah so do you know what it is for me as well is from the mixed race angle as well, what I can throw in as well is Rochelle, not one of them gorgeous kids that you've had. And I'm not going to speak on anyone's kids and that's not where this is going before anyone yeah. gets a bit confused. How many of them kids did you have in an NHS wing? <gasps> i wait. Hmm. Well, I know for a fact, Rochelle... You've had every single one of them kids in a privatized maternity wing with around-the-clock care, the best care that there is. Could you pay for it? Because you're not. And other- obviously, given her status, obviously the the people working, the doctors, nurses, they will listen to her. She says she's in pain. They will listen to her. They'll take her seriously, Absolutely. which is another big problem that we have with the NHS workers. percent. Money talks, bullshit work, walks, <laughs> even in the medical field. It is 100%. what it yeah. is. I don't make the fucking rules you get. So yeah. for me, Rochelle, even if to take yourself out of the blackness, even from a kind of a privileged standpoint of your wealth and your notoriety as a quote unquote celebrity, you can't speak on you, this There's nothing here There's literally not nothing Not at all There's not one The only common denominator Is that we all have pussies Yep That's it yeah. That's And it. do you know what It brings it back Because who Like I don't know who The mastermind behind this decision was But I swear guy. And this goes back to the The first conversation If the correct people were in that room really? This wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. That's This oh. is what I'm saying
1: If it was our own production company yeah that created this documentary, this
0: definitely wouldn't have happened. Because that too. There is a bit of, I don't know if the if the right word is propaganda behind this, but because of obviously obviously everything happening now with COVID, maybe they don't want to go too hard on the NHS. In my mind, I have a feeling that that's that's what's happening. Ooh, that's a good point. So I if yeah. you feel like you're not you can't go hard on the NHS. No, I think it's because okay. of the whole situation with the pandemic and going out to come yeah. Thursday. I think they and obviously know. NHS is this like high and mighty thing, which it is right now. They're doing that. Like, okay. They're honestly doing the, their work. They're doing their best. Because it's a struggle right now, but they're they're You know, they're really putting in work and we appreciate it. However, on the other side, this is a big issue with the NHS. My aunties are still dying. I am still dying. People like me are still dying. I'm actually disappointed in Channel 4.
1: Oh, is historically historically yeah. they've
0: always kind of been kind of down they were kind of like bbc three before mm. bbc three kind of existed you know mm. when they used to have like big brother and like yeah yeah yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Kind of more social neo england kind of perspective mm. in the kind of things that they were producing but i don't know like for me it's just it's just I think I'm kind of at loss for words at this point because I feel like with the Leanne situation, I feel like it's easier kind of actually to dissect it. But with this... Yeah, with that one, the Rochelle one gets me a bit more. It's very complex. It gets it gets me to my soul. Yeah. Like it's I'm very upset. complex yeah. because I think, obviously, colorism is a whole separate issue and it runs very deep and it is very damaging to our community. Yeah. But when we're talking about the mortality rate of our Black women and children... <laughs> it's incredibly sensitive and I feel like in a way the sensitivity even As when Rochelle, even when Rochelle released her statement oh. it was so hollow fam <laughs> and for me do you know what it was it's like Rochelle you're a woman you're a mother you're a daughter you're a sister and I felt like her response hey guys what? hey gang hey gang what the fuck you're really gonna start off uh, uh, your opening statement. People are hurting. <laughs> people have lost people, Rochelle, and you're sitting. But there obviously, like, she oh. can't feel it. Like she doesn't feel it that deep because That's she's not that group. That, that statement alone, told me Everything, everything I needed to know. To know. Yeah. You're sitting in your nice house with your gorgeous children, your husband, with your Marks and Spencer's food PR. Hey, gang. Oh. Fuck you, Rochelle. Honestly, fuck, fuck you. you. That's and me. if you really cared about black people You would have stood the fuck down mm-hmm. If you really cared, Rochelle You would have stood I down. would say so Don't give a fuck You don't care If you had any And back to the word Integrity, integrity. You would have stood the fuck down But you haven't Exactly You tried to defend yourself And defend yourself now Fuck you, Rochelle. Fuck you. Let's and is- I would hope to those that watch it, she does do it justice. I don't know if I if I want to watch no, this. Watch it, it is an important conversation to have, though. That's the thing. Like we do need to <laughs> raise awareness to to these things, but it's just a shame that this has happened.
1: Oh, I'm over it. I don't want to talk about Black Death no more.
0: Yeah, last change. But if you guys do end up watching it, though, obviously DM us. Let us know. No, I don't you know how it was not Yeah, DM us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, even <a> Rotten Tomato. <laughs> 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 Two stars. Oh, but then the next topic of another mixed race person that is in a space that they should not be
0: is what's her name? Leanne. Leanne. Cannot. Leanne. So Leanne's obviously talking about colorism and race. Yeah. Is she not talking about it from her perspective as the darker one or the black girl, mixed race girl in Little Mix? So was she not coming at it from her own perspective? No. That's why that's what's brought on the topic. Yes, yeah, so like it, she's not. She's not just coming out talking about it like, um, yeah. like Rochelle.
1: You're correct. That's what her sister has gone and said. Is that she's talking about colorism and racism in the lens of a mixed race person. However, the issue, the issue is really twofold for me. Number mm. one, if this is going to be one of the first times that we are discussing colorism, do you honestly think it makes sense to talk on colorism on? through the lens of a mixed-race person who actually benefits, benefits, benefits. Benefits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to discuss and introduce colorism through the lens of a mixed-race person, knowing that mixed-race people benefits, or light-skinned people rather, because there are some mixed-race people that are not actually light-skinned, mixed-race people who are light-skinned. Yeah that benefit from colorism does it make sense to talk about colorism through the lens of a mixed race light-skinned person that benefits from colorism no number 2 this is the title of said documentary Leah Leah and Pinock. something colon colorism and racism do you know what's that do you know what do you know what that's doing mia yeah, this 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 england they taught me about english language they taught me the importance of words and placements <clears throat> attached. They have, an attachment. They are placed, attached her name, a woman that is mixed-race and light-skinned, to topics that victimize and hurt dark-skinned women. I yeah. think You have erased the pain that I have gone through for 26 years being a dark-skinned woman by narrating it through a mixed race woman who is light-skinned that is wrong if you're going to talk about what you have been through call it Leah Ann what I've been through don't call it Leah Ann colorism and racism
0: it don't make sense it makes it a personal thing Oh. So like like Nadine was saying like, With the use of attachment to a name To a concept or a name to a thing It personifies it mm-hmm. Therefore what they've done by attaching Leanne's name to the word colorism Is they're making colorism Leanne's experience mm-hmm. Her personal experience And the, that's the be all and end all of it Now obviously we haven't seen the documentary And we don't know kind of who she's going to invite on To kind of express their yeah. experiences It doesn't the, matter when it's, you invite yeah, on But the thing is once it's already personified as Leanne yeah. well, I thought it was About Leanne though That's the thing No so it says both I just read in, in an article It starts off With her personal experience And then she has Conversations with other people About their personal experience It's just even the fact That she Oh okay Right 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 So it's, it's another another Mixed race person Leading the conversation Yes Something that doesn't Really concern them Yeah, Essentially
1: it's not your space. It's not your time. Yeah. It's not your realm. You are not qualified to talk to me about colorism and racism. You're not going to ask me the right questions. Yeah. The fact that you even took on the gig, fam. The fact that you actually pitched, because apparently she
0: pitched this to BBC. She did, yeah. Because she faced racism as the the, the black woman in, uh, in Little Mix. Fam. That's what I thought. Fam. Call it Just- Leah and Pinup, My Story. Just like Jessie... Bro. Had, like Jessie had her whole thing About trolling And it was pretty much Revolving around Jessie's experience Dealing yeah. with maybe The quote unquote Unattractive one of the group Which yeah. we all know That she's not yeah. And it's disgusting That she went through What she went through And I can relate a lot To Jessie with the kind of Things that she's gone through mm-hmm. Even so me I That relate- one touched a lot of hearts I won't lie A lot of hearts Because yeah. it was 100% yeah. And it was Authentic, authentic. <laughs> Yes, you can't deta- you can't actually detach Jessie from that subject of trolling because she lived like she fully lived it. Lived it. She lived it. Every, every yeah, single, every um, single right? every sense of the word, every sense of the word. She encapsulated yeah. that concept. So, like even for me, like I've never like my experience actually has almost been kind of weird because kind of growing up, not being the quote unquote. Because I think in when we grew up in our generation, what it was for me is that we had like this kind of look of what a mixed race girl should like look like. Mm. And it was very much so the 3B hair, 3A curly hair, dyed blonde, and like the very petite, really cute Eurocentric features, you know, mm. but with the tan skin yeah. and, you know, really petite. And I wasn't that. Fair enough, cool. I do have quote unquote Eurocentric features, but it still didn't fit what a mixed race person they want it, it to look like. So I feel like even if I sat down with Leanne and had this conversation about colorism, she wouldn't even be able to understand me because not only is she a light-skinned person, mm. but she also is that nice, that nice look of the what nice mixed, looking Yeah. She's almost like the perfect look of what mixed race should look like. So it's like, again, with Rochelle, not only is she light-skinned, but she has a lot of money. So she has that kind of privilege. And with Leanne, yeah. she has pretty privilege and she has light skin privilege. Blah. She should have just fucking asked me. She should have, just she should have fucking just
1: asked With me. With Alexandra. <laughs> yeah, just ask me. Because it just, it literally, like we Part keep saying, you're erasing black women's trauma yeah. to make it a mixed race women's trauma. When in reality, you never actually lived the real and horrific trauma of colourism. Yeah. Can we speak yeah. on... What the real look of dark skinned is because mm. who that who are, so they they're using mm. Leah Ann right for this Leah topic Anne. Leah Ann and Boylan <laughs> 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 so oh crazy, yeah <laughs> Leah Ann for the face of colorism <laughs> and racism now this crazy. Thing, Leah Ann right she has um she's got a, a brand called oh. she sells on the she sells what is it
0: in, called in a
1: seashell in a seashell right so she's oh, got a brand you said she sells on the seashore <laughs> in a seashell. So it's, a, it's a swimwear brand it's a swimwear brand right mm. and so once you take a look so for me for somebody that is going to take on the basically the epitome of uh, colorism and racism it would mean to me that you're trying to combat it right <laughs> is my melanin babe because the most melanin I see is Leah and sister with a tan I know people that we used to post a pic- uh, picture on the Instagram page so people can oh, actually understand yeah c- the the confusion how can she actually say that brands are not hiring black models so she is going to hire a black model with a picture that shows no black models all it shows is five mixed race women one with a tan that makes her pass off as dark-skinned so that's what we're doing we're passing off as dark-skinned now
0: So just to add in from, like, my perspective, obviously, being, like, of lighter skin, but, like, I'm very racially ambiguous. Like, anyone that knows me, Mm. everywhere I go, people even think I'm Arab or they think I'm North African. Or Jewish. Or, like, literally straight straight up Israeli, like... Literally, I get it all the time. One experience that I actually had, and this is before I was working with yourself, Rihanna, so this was a couple of years ago, I remember that I was in um, central London, just opposite Selfridges. I wasn't working at Selfridges at the time, but we were out for drinks for someone to leave in at a different company I was working for. And I was speaking to these two guys and they were investment bankers. And we were having a really nice chat. You know, the drinks was flowing. Everyone's having a good time <laughs> pre-COVID. No masks, loving life. <laughs> and he said, oh, like, I remember like, those oh, yeah, like he said, where are you from? And I explained my heritage. And I said, yeah, like, I'm West Indian, like, Jamaican and Vincentian. And he said, don't tell people that. What? I said, what? And he was like, yeah, because you don't look it. And then when you say that, it makes you less attractive. Wow. Now, that is the kind of things that I've been through as a light skinned person. Yeah. I've been told by people, not even told by people, just like things that I've heard, for example, is that I'm a dead lighty or I'm not the epitome of what a lighty should be because people have this preconceived notion of what mixed raceness even should look like Mm, at this point. mm -hmm. So there's so many different layers. So to be honest, if Leanne wanted to, she could have made a whole documentary just about mixed raceness in itself Mm. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that Like we don't, just because of Black Lives Matter Just because it says black We mustn't nam- attach everything You're to mean,
1: black That's just a bit of a black That's just a, yeah. doctor, that's just a percentage black Yeah, you
0: like Leanne could have done a whole thing about her, her Her mixed rate and light skinness in the band How it not only privileged her But how it was also a disadvantage 100%. And I think a lot of people would have um, appreciated that And understood And understood you know even a mixed race person dating as well can be a very complex thing you know Mm. because on one hand in the black community we are seen as favored or more desirable but then going to other cultures like I'm someone as you know that predominantly has dated Arab guys in the past and I'm black yeah a bead period that's it (laughs) yeah that's it So there was like, she really could have actually done a whole piece around mm-hmm. mixed races and even how it's a struggle for her to even relate to her full black counterparts, you know, and how mixed race people can play their part in the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. This could have taken on so many yeah. angles. And that now leads me to think that they just attached her to something that they know is going to sell.
1: I actually want to understand from the mixed race lens, how are you going to tackle these issues? I That's was, what I'm saying. I don't think you're gonna really tackle my issues. I
0: don't, I'm not gonna tune in. I'm just watch the highlights on their YouTube channel, on the BBC, for or the Channel for YouTube channel. True. A little bite yeah. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll watch the bites. I'm not yeah. watching. Them. It would be interesting, like after this conversation, just to see exactly the results of what they're doing. Okay. Like the purpose of the podcast for work reasons. <laughs> <I watch it. laughs> work yeah, season. yeah, we'll watch you. Yeah, we may or may not tune in on <laughs> <I'm> pirate. <laughs> right guys that was a very explosive first episode I know teeing Teeing, brewing it was fun it was fun yeah so we'll be back obviously next week and whose turn is it next week to choose what we're talking about I feel like I started off on a strong foot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Probably going to be me So I guess it just depends On what comes up next week Yeah But yeah it's awesome. So there That's been great Thanks for tuning in everyone Thanks for tuning in Have a good week And also Quick one If you guys Want us to discuss Maybe anything in particular um, Obviously all Yeah all of our, handles and our social media Will be attached to this podcast So shoot us a message Drop us a DM And Let us know how you feel Let us know how you feel Love that Love that part. This has been Barely Controversial Yeah.